Around the Department of Defense this week, this is your DOD Weekly News Recap. Friends and allies, I'm Navy Petty Officer First Class Jen LeBron. NATO Secretary General Jan Stoltenberg spoke at the Aspen Security Forum this week. Countering Russia dominated the discussion. The bottom line, he said, is the alliance must deliver credible deterrence and defense from NATO because that is the best guarantee of peace in Europe. For the first time in NATO history, there are combat-ready troops in the eastern part of the alliance. Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, Bulgaria, and Romania. The alliance chief also talked about NATO and Afghanistan and the Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty. The NATO support to Afghanistan now is not combat. What we do now is to train, assist, and help the Afghan forces. Fifty years ago, on July 20th, the world watched as two Americans took the first footsteps on the moon. Years before the moon landing, the Defense Department laid much of the groundwork that made the mission possible. The Army designed the rocket used in Project Mercury, the first U.S. human spaceflight program. The Air Force continued work on solid propulsion, rockets, and manned orbital gliders that would be used for manned space missions. The Army Corps of Engineers designed and constructed NASA facilities at what is now the John F. Kennedy Space Center in Florida, the location from which Apollo 11 would be launched. And one of the biggest contributions from the Defense Department was the astronauts themselves. Alan Shepard, the first American in space, was a Navy pilot. The first American to orbit the Earth, John Glenn, was a Marine. And of the three Apollo 11 astronauts, Neil Armstrong had served in the Navy, and Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins were both Air Force pilots. Army Futures Command will be operational at the end of the month. The command will be responsible for achieving important technology initiatives like long-range precision fires, next-generation combat vehicles, future vertical lift, air and missile defense, and soldier lethality. Commanding General John Murray talked about modernizing the Army. The ability to look into the future to make sure that our Army as part of the Joint Force is capable of not only winning, uh, but more importantly, deterring future conflict. And our future soldiers have the material, the doctrine, and the organizational structures they need to fight and win on a future battlefield. Makes my job the best job in the Army. In his Senate Armed Forces Committee confirmation hearing for his nomination as Defense Secretary, Dr. Mark Esper said he will continue to focus on readiness, reform, and partnerships if he's confirmed. But Esper could be confirmed as early as this week. Training at Naval Base Norfolk, Virginia just got an upgrade, thanks to the Center for Surface Combat Systems. It's called Combined Integrated Air and Missile Defense Anti-Submarine Warfare Trainer, or CIAT. What makes CIAT revolutionary compared to other shipboard training is its ability to replay decisions made during a scenario in a full-screen debrief. Current shipboard training evaluations can feel subjective in nature, leaving sailors to question the accuracy of performance reviews. The crew of the destroyer Delbert Black will be the first to train at the new CIAT later this month. That's your DoD News Daily Weekly Recap. I'm Navy Petty Officer First Class Jen LeBron. You can find more stories about your military at defense.gov and by using hashtag KnowYourMill.